0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Almost Sophisticated Podcast. It's your girl, Carmen, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Taylor. Hey, y'all. And we have an extra exciting guest for you guys today. Brianna is joining us again. Uh, So if you were with us uh, last season, you will remember Brianna. She gave a really great talk um, on women's health and you know, not having to be a superhero. And today, Brianna is here to talk to us again about health accountability. And so I'm gonna pass it over to Taylor to introduce Bri.
1: Yes, so we have our sorority sister here, my my good sis, okay, Miss Brianna Turner, a multifaceted woman who has a passion for empowering women. She is the founder of Sisters with Ambition, LLC, a mentoring and confidence cultivating program for middle and high school young women. As a proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, she understands the importance of service to all mankind. Brianna is currently the first Miss Virginia volunteer and will be competing at Miss Volunteer America and may of 2022 in jackson tennessee she is um she has leveraged her platform raise which is advocating for women's health as a state title holder and through her education as a current phd student studying translational biology medicine and health at virginia tech in may of 2021 she graduated with her master of public health from virginia tech while simultaneously honey a certified health education specialist and ultimately brianna continuously aspires to advocate for women's health advance health equity and uplift and empower others now all
0: around for our good sis
2: we are so excited to have you back hey y'all thanks for having me back i'm excited to be here today
1: Okay, so starting off for our topic for today, as you all know, as we announced um, last episode, our theme for this season is accountability. Um, and here we are again. We are definitely going to weave it into the te- into today's topic. We are going over um, hygiene and health or health and wellness and then how accountability can play into that. Um, and of course, as you've heard her bio, with all of the certifications and qualifications to be talking about this we have Brianna Turner here who's going who's going to help get everybody together with the facts <laughs> that's why Mary had a little lamb okay <laughs> oh. <laughs> so with that being said um why don't we like start with like I guess defining for our, all of our listeners what health really is
2: yeah absolutely I think like society has convoluted the definition of health And people just think that it means you're not sick. And that's just not the case. So the World Health Organization, so WHO, the definition of health, it means it's not just the absence of illness, but it's a complete state of physical, mental, social well-being. And you can even like break that down even further. Finances affect health, right? Relationships, whether that's romantic or friendship, familial relationships, that impacts health. And so I feel like over the last year in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and depending on where you are in this country, um, the pandemic's either still going on or not. We've had conversations surrounding health and wellness holistically and not just as the absence of illness. And I think as women, it's so important to continue to move that along and move that forward and recognize that we're whole people and that health is important literally and figuratively from your head to your toe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. I mean, mean, I'm in my master's program and one of the classes I'm taking is like theory of nursing or something like that. I don't even know the name of the class, Lord help me. <laughs> but <laughs> Be like but
2: okay.
1: In that, cause it, you know, it's the class that I'm like, I, I'm just trying to get through it, Lord. Um, but in that class though, one of the assignments we were talking about, like we've been going over different nursing theories um, and we had to do a paper, a group assignment on like what the term well or wellness is mm. and how like it's such a, like kind of a broad ideology around it because for different people in different cultures in society, it can mean different things, but like there's a lot of different factors that go into being well, or, you know, even like you were saying, being healthy, it's not just being absent of a disease process. Like there are socioeconomic factors. There's um, different things within just one person, like their sexuality, their home life, like their access to care. There's so many things that play into what a person deems as an appropriate level of health so it's it's really good that we're I think it's good that we're talking about this you know throwing my little my little education on the side
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what you just talked about also like for people who might not be familiar but those are the social determinants of health right mm-hmm. And so there's there's more to what impacts someone's health outcomes. It can be related to finances or socioeconomic status. If you have more money, you're more likely to get better care. You know how to find the better care. You have more access to insurance to ensure the better care. Educational family, if you have support, if you don't have support, there's just so many different factors that go into why people decide to have certain health behaviors or not have certain health behaviors. And so it's really important that you're talking about that in your nursing classes, because I know a lot of different practitioners are just unaware of how those impact health. And again, like health outcomes. And it's so important, like as a society, we kind of understand the different structures and systems that exist that can either help or hinder health. Mm -hmm.
1: Most definitely. And I think too, like um, with COVID in general, I know we, I know we always bring up COVID in some way. I mean, how can we not? Cause we in a whole panoramic, um, <laughs> but, but like, I think even the, the conversation around like being, being vaccinated or going to get tested, it's, it's almost like this odd stigma that's developed and it's, it's such a sensitive topic and it's, for me, I'm going to speak for me as a health practitioner. It's weird that that's even sensitive to me because it's like a vaccine, like in my mind, right? But like mm-hmm. looking at it from different perspectives, like I get how it can be kind of a touchy subject for people because not everybody is comfortable on some levels. And then you have other people who are like super comfortable, like why, what is the whole, like, it's just, it's it's interesting to see, I guess, the dynamic form and unfold and like how, the climate is really shifting to be even like talking about vaccine status in the workplace. You know what I mean? Like that's like, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a pretty interesting thing. And so even now, like what people think about, like, even the, like if you're near somebody and they start coughing and sneezing, the first thing, oh, it's not cold. You know, it's like, Oh, it's, it's just my abs. It's just my abs. I got a little post negative drip. You know? <laughs> 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 like what? Like it's, it's such a just, it's, I, I never thought I would actually like be living through it, but it's, it's really interesting to see and be learning about it at the same time. So
0: I'm tired of so living in unprecedented
2: yeah. <laughs> events out here right? in the streets. Okay. <laughs> it's exhausting. I saw a tweet. It said, when can we be back to president at times? Please. Please. And I, <laughs> I was unwell. It's truly, it truly is ridiculous, but like from a, a research scientist standpoint, because I guess I can call myself that now a little bit. I mean, it's not
0: like you're in your PhD program, are? <laughs> you know?
2: It's very claiming titles is very it's like unfamiliar territory for me in terms of yeah. like academic adding letters or whatever. Get but listen, <laughs> collecting my credentials is the way I like to say it, but. <laughs> We're, we're seeing science literally play out in real life, right? And so I 100% understand why people would be apprehensive. I'm not going to discount that. I'm not going to discount the impact of minoritized or my marginalized groups in this in this country, even the world, having poor health behaviors like it listed on them or people running different experiments, tests, you know, Tuskegee experiment happened, it was a thing, and because it wasn't taught properly, people convoluted that to fit a narrative with COVID. I think it's so appropriate to name all the harmful past like public health and global health has caused, of course. But also at the same time, there's so much data and evidence out there at this point. And something that's like an interesting fact is Israel, they basically gave Pfizer everyone's data and they were like, you give us the vaccine, here's everyone's health information. And that's how we're able to get real time health data and information about how the Pfizer vaccine specifically responds in society and in large groups of people that have been vaccinated. And that's just not common knowledge. And I just think that if the health communication were stronger, and it was easily digestible for people to understand that I hopefully would think that would change the narrative a little bit. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, I keep saying I'm tired of seeing the same people on like CNN and all the major news stations talk about the vaccine because you're missing <laughs> groups of people. But I won't go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> health communication is so important, especially right now.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't know that about Pfizer and Israel before you mentioned it right now so i find that just really fascinating because on the one side i'm like so did the people getting pfizer know that or (laughs) um, but that's that's a different rabbit hole that i also won't go into because i know you have (laughs) a lot of other good information to share with us but um no i i think it really is important to have that easily digestible information especially on sciencey things because i know for myself like that periodic table of elements was where I tapped out. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> for me to, to understand how the vaccine works, it's just not on the table for me. And I feel like I'm not alone in this. I feel like there are a lot of other people, not only a lot of other Americans, but um, of other people who, you know, they just need that easy digestible, like, this is what it is. But also having faith and trust in the authors, the scientists writing these studies. And so I feel like that may be another aspect of it. But you are the expert here, Bree. So I'm gonna pass the microphone back over to you.
2: <laughs> well, I just also think it's interesting that you just said trust and faith, right? Cause when we drive, we approach a stop sign. I'm not saying accidents don't happen, but you have some level of trust and faith that that person's going to stop at the stop sign. The person's not going to run the red light. You have trust and faith in a pilot to, to fly a plane. I still don't understand how jet fuel works, but that's also not my level of expertise. And <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So if we have all these different things in life that we're already trusting another individual to do. It just kind of blows my mind a little bit. And I completely understand that I'm biased because at this point, we've had midterms. I have cried over a midterm exam. Carmen knows. <laughs> we we've been there science. yes, yes. <laughs> We have all these people that have poured into to science and to, to vaccines that have been mRNA-based for the last decade. And I understand, again, questioning, but again, the data and the research is there, and we have trust in so many other areas of our life. So why is it right now that this is when we want to push back, when so many people want to get back to some sort of normalcy? I like to say forward, but that's besides the point. We just want to get back to some familiar territory. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, too, like, I feel like when we talk about even being accountable
1: for your health, it's interesting to me. And I'm not a scientist. I mean, I'm I'm a nurse, but I don't I don't do no research. That ain't my lane. <laughs> I, my hat goes off to y'all because I'd be living to, I, in the class that I'm in. I'm like, OK, and I'm supposed to take what from all of these different theories? Because I'm just I'm not it's not it's not clicking for me, <laughs> it's not, <I'm> not <laughs> but just even like listening to people talk about wanting to like you said get back to normal but not being willing to do the bare minimum like okay i i'm i'm vaccinated and i'm i'm biased because i probably am a healthcare professional or maybe just because that's just my choice but not even consistently wearing your mask like but you want to go back to normal uh not washing your hands but you want to go back to normal like it's 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 those things for me like okay we're gonna go we're gonna talk about normal we there's there has to be things in place to help get us there and if we're not doing at least majority of those things it's going to be hard to get back to normal like this is going to be the normal because we're going to stay in this cycle of it comes down and it goes up and it comes down and it, like, and then there's new variants it, that that's going to be the normal for a while until it just until people get it like and I don't know what it'll take for people to get it but I think that's interest, interesting too because I feel like it's easy to point the finger at COVID just I know we're harping on COVID like lots of things in life but since we are in the midst of it like it's easy to point the finger at COVID like oh like COVID is taking us through all of this stuff I mean and it is but what part are you yourself doing to help you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. yeah you know mitigate some of that a little bit like are you just letting COVID run amok in your life and you you're not helping the cause or (laughs) I mean are are you actually like trying to do your part like it there's all I feel like you can there's always a silver lining where you can kind of like reevaluate and like do a little self-check like okay but what what's my part what, what part am I playing in this
0: accountability boo this whole
1: season <laughs> yeah. there we go the whole season and two and y'all I mean let me know Bri, if you're if, if you're able to speak to this but I feel like from work like I work in a, a women's health clinic and a lot of patients naturally are behind on their wellness checks and things like that because you know COVID happened and there was a lot of delayed and limited uh, access to care for people and now that things are open and things like that people are trying to get back on schedule but there's people I'm talking about even before COVID like uh I haven't had a past smear in the last 10 years ma'am excuse me and you're ma'am you're, you're 38 like no that's not that's no ma'am. and I, no ma'am <laughs> no ma'am <laughs> <laughs> like that, it's the faces it, it's for me you didn't see them but the eyes <laughs> <laughs> I guess, and I mean I, I get it like and on some on on one hand i guess i can try to wrap my mind around people are human life happens things come up and you, you you get sidetracked sure but i guess the nurse or healthcare professional in me is like okay i get like maybe being off by a year maybe two but like 10 years that's mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with covid like y'all have to like people have to do a better job of like literally taking care of yourself it that drives me crazy as a nurse it really does and i'm sorry Baby, I no should be you're fine <laughs> sorry patients out there but i'm like y'all gotta stay on these checks okay because it's simple things like i have patients coming in they come in off the street like they haven't been to the doctor not know how long um i'm here they just they up and just randomly book you know for a, a pap smear i'm thinking like what what prompted you after 10 years like out of the book, yeah. you know i'm like okay but great glad yeah. you're here let's get it done and then they walk in and their blood pressure's off through they don't know How long it's been, like, this is their normal. They've been walking around at 150 over whatever. And it's like, I'm like, is your blood pressure always like this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I could, I'm just like,
2: what? What?" Well, it's just so layered, right? It's so Mm -hmm. layered. So something that I just spoke on recently was that, in a way, I think that society has always made women to be some sort of superwoman hmm. So there's like what I like to say as like the hallmark or cultural definition, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. Oh I am one gosh. of those people
0: that got excited today.
2: <laughs> <For> <laughs> reference, This is
0: November 1st, the literal day after Halloween. I this, understand. this woman here has her Instagram stories. <laughs> just Christmas <laughs> the calendar is now and I am a firm believer that we must respect Thanksgiving we must <laughs> be grateful for we the we have food. to respect
1: it because you know what my birthday is awesome around Thanksgiving so anytime we try to jump to it I'm like no uh, uh, uh we can't
2: we, we not don't do us <laughs> yeah. is like that won't do us like that we're <laughs> it it's just like it's Christmas right now okay Thanksgiving and then it's back to Christmas it's, it's really simple you. because Mariah Perry we started, started it Mariah Carey just made a
1: whole Christmas video. I'm like, ma'am. she did. Um, and <laughs> not, is that royalty fire? check?
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> Sis is like, it's my time to shine. It's already
0: in the top two hundreds.
2: Yeah, yeah, I want for to stay there.
0: 100%. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> got to stay there. Um, but back to what I, what I was saying. This is such a layered issue, and and then going to my like hallmark lifetime movie, Christmas analogy. We always see in some movies a stressed out woman that's trying to work her way up to the corporate ladder. Oh, she yeah. has everything but the man. Has to go back to that, small
0: town. Yes, to
2: find love and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. quits her job. To, like, to, okay, great. To leave the stress <laughs> behind, you know? Leave the stress behind. But <laughs> in a way that's been ingrained, right? You To some extent you want to have it all, whether that's the, the partner be the kid, the family, the high level job, the cute clothes, great shoes. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. And we right neglect you know. other things. Then you want to add in another layer of what it's like to be a woman of color and a black woman. And then just the different cultural like significances of being strong or having strength and wanting to put everyone else first, but yourself. The next thing you know, oh shoot, I haven't gotten a routine checkup in X amount of years. And that's why it's so important to like recognize the things that have been ingrained in us. And I know you all have talked about unlearning so, so much and realizing the things that you have to unlearn and to better yourself as a human and as a woman. But then you also have to have friends that are like, you good? Mm -hmm. Have you done X, Y, and Z recently? And they need to hold you accountable um, and, and hold each other accountable too. And I don't, we're not necessarily at the age right now, like the three of us, we have to have all those routine things, but it's so important to start those practices because hopefully you only build and improve upon it. And if you haven't started, then like, there's no time like the present.
1: And I'd like to add, as far as our age group, we are at the age for pap smears. Um, We're all in our 20s, so in theory, we should get pap smears every three years, provided that they are normal. Once you hit 30, you could start getting pap smears and HPVs, and if both of those are normal, you are good for five years, Provided that you have an abnormal, that puts you on a different algorithm. You have to talk to your primary. Not, I mean, I know what, what the algorithm is, but I'm not going to go in, in all in depth into that. But, like, if you were to get an abnormal, that's a good time to talk with your primary care or your, you know, your women's health physician or whatever about those. But those are things that starting at 21, like, I feel like it gets a little, a little murky, too, because I know at one point in time with healthcare everybody was at one point we were doing PAPS every year. And then we, we backed off of that because we realized like study show, like that was a little too much. Um So just, just check in with your, your PCM like, and I know it's hard, like what you're saying, because you do get caught up in all the other life things. Like I'm quick to be like, Oh, I know Elijah got an appointment from up, but I'm like, when the, have I done my annual, you know what I mean? Like, so trying to mm-hmm. remember yourself too. Um, But I think because I am a healthcare like pregnant, like, you know, I'm in healthcare, it's a little bit easier for me. So, and when I get, that's why I get so not bothered, but like when patients come in, I'm like, come on, sis, we got to do get better. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, come on, we got to do better. Cause it's like, what, like, what if something was really happening here? You know what I mean? Like, I would hate for you to be going two and three years. And then by the time you do catch something, it's two and three years too late. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I want us to do better about taking care of ourselves because it literally has to start with you. Like, so you can pass it down to the next person. So.
2: And then, like the reality is when women are healthier families are stronger, communities are stronger, and quite frankly the world cannot move without women literally I know we have science don't get me wrong I know we have science and all the technology however comma Period. women are the backbone
1: I mean and
2: that's important and the so backbone, we have to take care of ourselves the and backbone I mean from the right? it's
0: strong okay <laughs> and I'll say from the more political side that that is also proven true. Um, when you give women access to resources, when you do small business loans for women, um, give education to women, they're going back and using those to build their, to help their families, build their communities. And there's so much research, um, out there on that as well. So, I mean, there's just no going wrong here. But I think as women, as someone who's not, um, a part of, of this health, uh, Thing that you two got going on between studies and actually being a nurse, I know. um For me, i be like, well, I feel okay. I mean, I probably should go have a check in, but there's probably people with COVID at my doctor's place, and I don't have COVID, so I mean,
1: that's I- a part of it too, though. Like that, that that's a part that is also keeping people out of the doctor's mm-hmm. office because they are fearful of contracting COVID or anything else out there for that matter. Like, I mean, it's that plays into it as well. I mean, I don't I don't have the answers for everything. I can tell you that if if you take your steps and wear your mask and socially distance and wash your hands, you're you you have a better chance of going in and like being able to get what you need done and more than likely I can say maybe not contracting COVID. I can't promise anything, y'all, but you know, vaccination status also plays into that, right? Mm-hmm. But I just think that I don't, I, I don't like, I don't, I would hate for people to use COVID as like this umbrella, blanket, just, yeah, this blanket to just kind of like let things go awry. Cause it's like, no, like we still have the ability to, to try to keep everything else as close and in check as possible. You know what I mean? We don't have to let COVID ruin everything. Like, and the
0: life coach in me, <clears throat> or maybe it's just my own personal experience, probably both, um, <laughs> is wondering if maybe for for people who tend to let covid, you know, blanket things like what is beneath that though because like you were saying Taylor for the uh, your patient who hadn't been in 10 years, okay, well covid wasn't here 5 years ago. It wasn't here right. 8 years ago. Right. So what was it that was keeping you from going before then and Maybe it was like, well, I feel okay, so nothing's wrong. Or, well, what if I'm not okay? If you get that confirmation, like that can be scary for some people. But also Mm -hmm. knowing that um, by being informed, it's also empowering. And it allows you to take those steps to be in control of your health Mm -hmm. um, so that you can continue to be your best self for you and for um, the other people in your life that you're there to support, but mostly for you. Um, Right.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, for me, I always like to give a little education. Maybe y'all blame, blame the RN in me, y'all. But, you know, every, at least once a year, check in with your primary care for a wellness exam. If 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 you're a woman, even if you're not getting a pap smear, you still should be at your doctor's at least once a year, just to make sure a general wellness check, like all is well. Men too. Um, and, you know, like I was saying for women and make sure you are doing your pap smears every three or five years, depending on what age range you fall into also important for women like monthly breast exams you should be doing self breast exams on yourself every month okay if you find anything that is different than your normal you should go to the doctor and let them check on that and the reason that you would know that it's different is because you do it every month like you have to do it yourself to become familiar with yourself to know if you felt something different you know Mm -hmm. like you have to get comfortable with yourself to be able to be like oh like this is new like that wasn't there before um I mean, I could go on, but I'm just, come on, y'all. I'm just, I'm trying to get the women in. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure we are at our best to be our best selves. So yeah, those are some little tidbits from me from the women's health side.
2: Well, also in terms of like breast cancer awareness, we just came off of like the month Yep. and we all have different breast tissue. Some of us have more dense breast Mm -hmm. tissue. Some of us have less dense breast tissue hormones impact that how much you work out and if you don't wear like a sports bra that will hold everything in place that can create also create more dense breast tissue and then hormonal changes depending on the time of month too So to Taylor's point, it's definitely like imperative that you do self-examinations monthly. And even you might want to do it at the beginning of like the month and also around your cycle. So you understand the different changes. Mm -hmm. Typically, insurance is not going to cover a mammogram screening prior to the age of 45, which is Mm -hmm. the general recommendation. But if you know that breast cancer cancer will run in your family or if you've been gene tested and they have found the specific gene that can cause cancer... That gives you the opportunity to kind of argue with insurance, which we all love doing, <laughs> to have a certain procedure done, which will completely or almost completely eliminate your risk, or to get regular screenings before the age of 45. And also, just shout out to the sorority, <laughs> we have a breast cancer mobile that goes around the, the country to provide mammogram screening for lower income areas, which is extremely important because if you catch breast cancer early enough, and I'm talking like stage one, stage two, your chances of surviving are so, so high. And just again, going into black women specifically, we are less likely to contract breast cancer. So the incidence rate of breast cancer is lower but our mortality. So death rate of breast cancer is the highest amongst ethnicities and races within this country. And so again, it's just important to try to do those, those preventative things in terms of breast cancer screening on yourself. And then if you're of age, to get those mammograms. Right. And if you do find a
1: lump or if your provider finds a lump, they can send you for a diagnostic mammogram, which is, Typically, I'm not, I don't know how everybody' insurance is set up, but typically the diagnostic one is covered because there's cause for it. But yeah, the screening ones are once a year, once you turn um 45. So definitely good to check in with your provider and, you know, at your wellness visits, those are times to bring up any concerns. Like if it is your blood pressure, if it is your, you know, you're overwhelmed with COVID and you're, you got, you know, uh, stress and anxiety, like that's the time to bring that stuff up because especially if you know you're somebody who doesn't go to the doctor regularly you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like if you know you like I'm giving them that one visit a year baby and that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's the time to kind of like bring all of your your concerns to the table to the forefront because I'd rather you like come in and try to get a one-stop shop than you know you don't bring everything to the table and then we don't see you again forever however long and then we're trying to play catch up you know Mm -hmm. so definitely important to to stay up to date on all your,
2: your wellness screenings. Um, but Taylor, I think also, something else. Oh, sorry. Um, go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to say, I want to also say like going to the doctor's office can be incredibly overwhelming for people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have even had the experience. I mean, I have experience as a little girl and I told the doctor I was in pain. Homie didn't believe me. My dad almost got into an argument. Then I've had experiences where people think I'm a lot younger than what I am. They're like, so what do you do? And I said, I just got my master's in public health, I'm a PhD student, and the whole entire dynamic of the appointment changes, which whole other conversation. But for the people that are are nervous going to the doctor's office, and this kind of goes back to accountability, type out notes for yourself on your phone or iPad or write it out by hand to make sure that they are addressing your concerns. Because at the end of the day, you are paying for a service, whether that is out of pocket, whether that's with an insurance company, And they have, they, you have the right to, to have good service. And obviously doctors for the most part should practice evidence-based medicine. So you can't go in there talking about, I have a stomach ache, give me an x-ray from my arm, but they should address and hear your concerns. And if you're nervous about saying it out loud, give it to the nurse beforehand. So she can, they can look over the um, document and give it to the doctor's office, doctors. But that kind of goes into that accountability piece and also should ease nerves or help easing nerves going to the doctor's office yeah i mean
1: and even two people have like the white coat syndrome where they don't typically have elevated blood pressure but being at the doctor makes them so anxious that they they'll their blood pressure will be elevated upon arrival but like mm-hmm. when once they leave and go home and they like you know sometimes you get elevated blood pressure they'll tell you go home and do a five-day bp check or whatever it's completely fine at home but the moment they step into the, the building it's elevated because people genuinely have fears about being at the doctor's office because it's overwhelming like there's big terms that are being used that the person might not be familiar with and And why does the blood pressure
0: cuff feel like that like i don't (laughs) why does it do that first of all that's the real question here it's not it's not us bro it's it's not why does it do that like and i am in my mid-20s like Y'all ain't made no medical advances yet <laughs> for this cuff. I no, I refuse to believe it. I refuse
2: to believe
1: it. I'm weak. Listen, I, listen. I don't have to answer that one. We might have to get a health
2: informatics person. <laughs> I don't got the answer, Sway. Oh, yeah. I don't know, Sway. I don't have the answer. <laughs>
0: Real issue here. It's like when you go to the uh, dentist and they be like, "Why are your gums bleeding?" Start- because you are stabbing, stabbing them. That yes. is why. So why my blood pressure high? Because you are trying to stop it with this cuff <laughs> That's why <it's- laughs> my arm is trying to stay alive. It's <laughs> worse
1: when it the machine blows up and then like somehow it doesn't read and then it like starts to re-blow it's, it's, it's always awkward with a patient at that point because then they're like what is it going? I'm like it's doing it again and then they're, they're, I'm like, they're like my arm is not to up I'm like I'm sorry
2: this like is this is the, the alarm goes off have you had that yes alarm? oh my There's god is like yeah yes oh, oh. No. <laughs> one time when I was doing an internship the alarm went off I said I need to go get someone <laughs> yes. now you need to go get
0: someone if I was okay. You are not leaving me, Bam. Why is there an alarm going on? Oh, no, no.
2: get someone. confused.
1: That's one of them. You're just like, I'm, I'll be right back. Stop.
0: <laughs> and no. the whole
1: time you're like, I don't know what's happening. And I can not explain it.
0: So <laughs> I don't know if she's about to, like, spontaneously combust. Like, I don't know what's yeah. happening. Mm, a little bit wow. unnerving.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um or even sometimes like when it does give me a reading and their blood pressure is like super low and i'm like are you okay because like, you're about to pass I, out yeah i'm like are you feeling lightheaded dizzy because that's a that's a low one there or whatever or like a <laughs> low heart rate and my first question is are you a runner and most times it's a yes because runners typically have like a slower heart rate but sometimes i've gotten to know i'm like well ma'am you're riding at 56 i'm i don't know if i need to be worried about calling somebody or <laughs> like please i'm like man if you if you're gonna pass out please don't do it in front of me please don't to,
0: listen right. i'm trying to if my lunch break is real soon man, <laughs> I'm like, the can, last
1: you it, one. can you make it to the parking lot before you decide to, <laughs> <sighs> all, like, <laughs> all, jokes, all jokes but no um back to the subject at hand but no it really is important to stay in tune with what you have going on and to also check in with others and help your friends be their reminders too because it is a lot to try to remember for one person and you never know what what you know what one person could be going through at one time too so for some people their health is not always at the top of their list just because they really do have other things that are taking up their time so i think that's cool
0: i was gonna say um previously you had mentioned like stress and like anxiety and i know Mm -hmm. now um it's so dark outside right now and we had had those beautiful long summer days and we are about to go back in time or whatever that thing is called the um daylight savings yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> As i said go back in time i'm tired um but yeah so daylight savings should hopefully help with that but i know um I had wanted to get outside more and just do, like, walks around my neighborhood because, you know, they say vitamin D is good for you or whatever. Moving your body is important. That's what they be telling me. So I was going to try, but now I look up, and by the time I'm done with work, even though I work from home, it's, like, pitch black outside. And as a woman, as a black woman, I'm not – a hundred percent comfortable like walking outside by myself even though I got my mace and everything like I just rather not um but also recognizing that the sun also brings the happy endorphins and things Mm -hmm. like that so talking with my friends um who I know get it's called sad, but it's like um, um yeah seasonal effectiveness disorder so um you know Depression and anxiety sinks in a little bit more with the shorter days. Um, So this is an extra good time to check in on your friends, check in on yourself, make sure that you're getting, um, you know, as much vitamin D as you can. They got them little sun lamps that you can get in your rooms and stuff to help. So maybe checking out some of those resources if you or your friends are affected by sad.
1: Yeah, and take some vitamins, y'all. Don't don't sleep on the on the multivitamins, okay? Just because they Flintstone brand don't mean that. You but gotta, they got gummies they, now. They do. They got gummies. I mean, they, they got something for everybody, okay? Mm-hmm. Just make sure that you... Well, give give yourself all the tools. Like, don't don't half step. You can take you can be taking vitamins, okay? You can be working out. You could be managing your time better because sometimes. Sometimes it's not that you can't do certain things, but it's like, but are you really, are you really managing your time? Are you letting more time get away from you than you realize Like, and I'm saying that from a place of experience. Cause a lot of mm-hmm. times I'm like, oh my God, I'm so busy. But like when I, if I actually sat there and mapped out my day, like, mm, but I've been on my phone for like two hours. Like, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't yeah. use the hour of that to go do X, Y, and Z. So it's like, you know, just trying to be a little bit more in tune and accountable with yourself and being realistic with yourself.
2: I think that just goes into also, like, intentionality. Yeah. You have to kind of, like, map out what's important and prioritize. I like to say, like, you have your balls that are in the air that are rubber, and you have the ones that are glass. And oftentimes, I think we have a lot more rubber ones that we think are glass in rotation, but if we drop the rubber ones, they're not going to break. But the glass one's probably going to break. So you just always have to reassess what's important and which your what balls are rubber and which balls are glass, which ones you can stop, which ones you have to keep in rotation.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. I've never thought of Good. it that way. And as someone who can't juggle, I would just be like, Well, I don't know how it's happening. Like I don't know how everything Hello? is in the can't air, okay? Cover. And somebody
2: would not <laughs> juggle. Listen. Listen, I never played a sport with balls. All I did was run straight, turn left. So volleyball here. All I do
0: is returning. Toss something this way. No, it's going (laughs) back.
1: Not the spike. (laughs) The
0: spike. (laughs) spike You thought. Block at the net. Like what you doing? Get that out of here.
1: (laughs) 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 I cannot. Well, I think this was good. I think it was helpful i i I hope it was helpful for people to just kind of put it into perspective i mean and honestly too, like remembering that self care is not like some just some key takeaways self care is not rainbows and unicorns like it's important to do what you have to do for you for you like mm-hmm. and what what you see other people doing for them might not always fit you, and that's okay. You just have to be able to kind of realize that and just do listen do what you gotta do. And your best said. looks baby, different baby, every day. Do, do what you got to do baby. Do what's best for you. Best for mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much Brie for joining us yet again. It was an thank absolute pleasure. You. Of course, you are welcome anytime. I know um I'm speaking for the people. Uh they'd be glad to
2: have you back anytime and <laughs> as with me. Yes. Thank you. Listen, we can talk about health all day long. So just let me there's, know. Just let me know. There's so many rabbit holes. I be trying to like,
1: mm. yeah. I, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just multifaceted. Also, Carmen, you're definitely in the health field. I meant to say that earlier because if you're a life coach, again, ah, mind, yes. body, whole mm-hmm. person, come yep. on, girl. Yeah, You're absolutely correct. Actually, we need
0: to talk after this about that. Um Okay. Um, yeah, no. I got a little idea for the three of us, and I would like to get your thoughts
1: for the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen. I think I think we're all in for it. I'm down. Say the word.
0: Well, with that being said, thank you all for listening, and we're gonna catch you on the next episode.
1: Yeah, this is good. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye, y'all.